today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek and Jamie here. Hello. Welcome. It's the first time I've ever done the pod with you. I know. All right. Well, let's see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So let's start with our favorite guy of the moment. Uh, not favorite. Favorite in quotes. But Kanye West. Um, he's expanding on his views uh, about Jews, particularly Jewish people in Hollywood, because you remember he sent out a tweet, uh, I believe this was over the weekend, where he said he was going to go Death Con 3 on Jewish people, but he didn't give much context for what was in his mind. So people are wondering, this is a sort of stray anti-Semitic comment. What were you talking about? And we get Kanye walking out of the premiere of Candace Owens' new film, The Greatest Lie Ever Sold, which is about a takedown of the BLM movement. It's a scam. George Floyd was was cooked up. She's been very vocal about this, so it sort of dovetails nicely with what he uh, his White Lives Matter shirt and so forth. But we the photog gets him outside in sort of calmer moment, right? You get there's Kanye when he's erratic and ranting and his arms are waving, and then you get calm, sensitive, smiley Kanye. We have calm, smiley Kanye here. Kanye's getting in the car and he's like, "Hey, is that all you have for me? I yes. have my night going." He was ready to talk, and you're right. He had to pivot. To- he had to pivot. So, uh, what Kanye? Back to what we're saying. We get two Kanyes. Uh, Doctor Jekyll's here. He seems, you know, very you know, lucid, and and things make sense. Yes. And what he's saying um, actually does make sense. If if people went after Kanye saying you're being anti-Semitic because you don't want to deal with Jewish people, that would make sense. That, however, my man, is not what happened. You <laughs> tweeted something random about Jewish people. Nobody blamed you for being anti-Semitic because your Hollywood deals aren't working out. Right. It, the problem is your message started this. And then you're saying people like to hide behind anti-Semitism. You were the one who said yes. you wanted to go Death Con 3 on Jewish people writ large. We didn't know about your bad Hollywood deals. You're now adding this context and then wondering why people were calling you anti-Semite. And he says, don't jump to that label. Uh, actually, listen to what where that came from. I've had bad deals. Now, the content of it is still problematic. Like, the fact that you've had some rough go of it in business and you're blaming Jew- Jewish people for well, that. Like, well, it's no, not no, even no. clear that's, that. That's the Hyde part that where I'm saying Jekyll right. and Hyde. In this Jekyll, for those of you who don't know Jekyll and Hyde, right. one is, you know, a lovely, calm, wonderful composed. doctor. The other is a crazy, evil man. Yes. In this calm, composed thing, he... He is pretending like he never tweeted about he is saying that that Hollywood is hiding and because he's having a hard time dealing with executives that they're calling him an anti-Semite. Yes. Yeah. And that just that didn't happen. But that's not what happened. So yes. it's a very strange to deal with Kanye in these moments because he does. He vacillates between I, I think it's a useful analogy, Jekyll and Hyde. And we've got Jekyll out here and he's like, he, and he's like I don't know what nice all the hubbub is be. about. Yeah. I, I want to go get a cup of coffee. Wonderful with him. to see you. Now you do see flashes of Hyde. I like to look at his body language. So if you watch this clip when there's no Noise outside. He's angry. He doesn't Ooh. like when he is disturbed during one of his runs. Like he's explaining something in a calm fashion, and then there's, you know, ambient noise from a truck or something, and he gets kind of mad and he leans in and he says, We'll talk about this later. And it's it's strange to sort of see his emotional and mental state flow even in the course of an interview. Now, I want to talk about what he's what he's saying here, because this is an old trope. There was a you remember NWA, the old old rap group? You are much older than I me, but I older. have heard of them. But they famously <laughs> did a video where the conceit of the video was they were getting a bad deal from a, a Jewish guy in an office. And it was a huge scandal. But this is not new uh, sort of thought by some black entertainers in Hollywood that whenever something goes wrong in business, they blame the mysterious Jewish executive. Um, Kanye's example is a little bit different. He says, 
uh, look what Chase did to me because Candace Owens posted a picture of um, a letter from Chase Bank, J.P. Morgan, saying we're no longer going to do uh, deals with Yeezy. We're not going to take your money and and help you sort of run your business. And he was starting to say it before there was too much noise that like I can't I have this huge business and Chase won't even allow me to do my business. And linking it to it, linking it to the fact mm. that he thinks there are Jewish executives that just sit in an office That's on top pro- of the bank guarding the vault. It, it, it's beyond strange, yeah, right? It's it like is. this mysterious. I used to say it about Deal or No Deal. They would have this shadowy <laughs> yes, banker, yes. and I always thought that's weirdly anti-Semitic because he's this shadowy Jewish figure <laughs> who is running numbers and keeping money from the nice contestants from Ohio. And it was always strange to me. And he's tapping into that. It's problematic to say this kind of stuff. I, I don't like to get too up in arms, and I don't necessarily think he believes. Uh, Jews are the root of all evil, but he's saying some anti-Semitic things, and it's we have dangerous. to. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous. dangerous that kind of thought. Yes. Um, so I, I don't know. Like you say, we get Jekyll, and he's sort of calmly saying this, and it goes against my point, which is saying I've always said, look, you have to look at Kanye every statement he says through the lens of mental illness. But he, when he sounds this calm, it does sound like a worldview. It sounds like a considered yes. judgment rather than a rant. Yes, isn't that a problem? It's a huge problem. Uh, I, I'm troubled by it because the other stories that we're running with a lot are that Candace Owens is in his ear and she started being painted as this Bengali figure who is planting all these ideas and he's becoming this puppet of her problematic views. I mean, Candace Owens is very, very smart. She has different ideas and well thought out uh, sort of worldview. But I, I don't know what to think. I think that we're going to get more of this because he finds her for, sort of very compelling. Oh, the, she has these views the, for sure. To be continued. Yeah, to be continued. All right, let's move on to yeah, something more fun. I have a question. Do you love your grandma? Love grandma. I love my grandma too. You would honor her. Yeah. I, I, I would, you know who else would? Uh, Kim. And you know how she did? She had sex in front of the fireplace. Just what Nana would want. Yes. Right? <laughs> and she's telling her Nana. She's telling her. She's having a full conversation. Let's hear what she said on uh, her latest episode of The Kardashians. Pete and I was staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel last weekend, and we were sitting in front of the fireplace just talking for hours. And I was like, my grandma told me that you really live life when you have sex in front of the fireplace. And so we had sex in front of the fireplace in honor of you. I know that's really creepy. Not in the lobby. Not in the lobby! (laughs) (laughs) Or how creepy to think about your grandma before you have sex. I know, but I was younger once. I was younger once. What a storyteller. She doesn't even like build up to this conclusion of a romantic evening. She's like, we said it'd be funny to have sex. Then we had sex. It's very uh, blunt to your Nana. We thought of you. <laughs> and we thought of you. This is the strangest thing because most men, it's like an old like canard that if, uh, you know, Try to think of your grandma if you don't want to <laughs> be turned on. I didn't know how I was going to end that sentence as I was looking at you. I was like, should I tell her about the male <laughs> trick that I've 80s heard, comedians I've talk heard. about? But, but she's thinking about her to get in the mood. What mode. you didn't know is women think about their grandma. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like we're looking out at the same night sky and thinking of two different things. <laughs> it's very, it's the same moon. It's so beautiful, right? It's like Fievel. But it, I kind of... Um, it didn't. Bo- at first, of course, it bothered me. And then I was like, you know what? This is how she got her start. This is almost sweet. It does have, like, a ring of sweetness. I want to, like, sort of pounce on it, but is it that sort of ugly of a notion? She's telling her grandma, and her grandma doesn't seem put off by it, so why should we be? I I get exactly. So now I'm just, I'm here to watch, I'm here to listen, (laughs) and good for MJ. If Nana's on board and wanted details, it could have gotten, like, strange, but she leaves it at, like... Okay, you guys well, she did made it. sure she said, you know, was it was it in the lobby? Because that would be too far. <laughs> right, right. No, I don't you want public keep her in line. Yes. Um, this show, though, so the end of this clip, I want to talk really quickly about is 
she has this interaction with, I think, Chloe and Chris, where she's saying, I want to tell you something else about Pete. And she holds her hands out like this. And <laughs> I really like the show is so contrived now. How do you even enjoy it? Because it's like a sitcom at this point where she's like, no, that's not what I, he's going to space. And I was like, but you're clearly doing that to evoke a response from your parents about his wiener. Yes. So do you enjoy that? I, I sometimes turn to Mary and Ben and I'm like, what are you enjoying? This is poorly delivered lines from people who aren't actors. I'm I'm literally blacking out because I'm getting a view into your life <laughs> of how sad that what were you eating? You're eating something out of a takeout container uh, watching the Kardashians. Yeah, last usually night. a Trader Joe's chip of some sort. In Lots bed. of crumbs in the bed. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> Those dill pickle chips. Thank God there's no fireplace in your house. <laughs> but you do enjoy this. Do you still enjoy like watching yes. the show? Like I, the experience I am of it? a ride or die till the end. Very well. It is what it is. All right. Let's move on to wow, we are just <laughs> ping-ponging between uh very troubling stories and and funny stories. So Alex Jones, uh, the radio host, conservative, sort of weirdo extraordinaire, um, is getting hit with huge judgments. Um, he's already facing around a $50 million ver- uh, judgment from a jury in Texas over spreading lies that that Sandy Hook, the shooting in Sandy Hook, uh, was a hoax. And, you know, he he sort of would go on the radio and say, these are staged actors, this is a false flag sort of scenario, uh, so that the government can take your guns. Just wild out there stuff, deeply insensitive. Those families sued, and they said, you're spreading a vicious lie that is causing us further emotional distress and tormenting us, and we're the parents of victims of five-year-olds who were massacred at school. Uh, Not the position you want to be in front of a jury who is going to have a lot of sympathy for these parents. They hit him in Connecticut with a $965 million Damages award. Now, Alex Jones is very rich. He's made a lot of money uh, on the radio. He's not good for $965 million. This is a, a message being sent. Yes. I mean, this is not a type of award that you collect from an individual ever, but they wanted to really drop the hammer to say, if you spread this kind of vicious stuff about children being killed, you're going to pay the piper. It's so important, too. It and is. Just watching the verdict being read in the families, there was no... You look at their body language when when it was read out loud. There was no relief. There was no joy. There was no, if anything, everyone just broke out down into tears more. And it was just confirmation of thank you for validating my experience. This is real. It's not a joke. And he. You're exactly right. These aren't money grubbing no, plaintiffs. We think there was of plaintiffs no that just try to get a payday. There's zero joy in this. No joy. No even relief. Like not even shoulders that fell. It just was, it was the saddest thing ever. And what was more disgusting is that he live streamed it at the time. Completely insensitive, talking about this uh, must be what hell is like. They just read, read out the damages, even though you don't got the money. Then he's telling people to go to to his website and buy merch so that he's he can keep the show them going. To merch. I just it makes me so mad that I honestly the only you just have to turn it off. Because he's not going to go away. If you don't go away at this point, what, where, why, how? I, I think that's right. And and he has such a following that he won't go away. I but mean, we live in a country where he has a radio show and people listen to who, this Who, though? Like, who? Yeah. Do you know any people No, like and that? I don't know anyone who's proud of it because, y- you know, you can believe what you want to believe. And that person will have that bumper sticker of that politician or that flag of that, you know. Uh, who, sure. But who? Who yeah. is the Alex I, Jones I, be, fan? Because I want to situate, I, I don't want to make this sort of podcast seem too political. And, no. And, and, and with our this views is not involved. Poli- this is but not this politics. Is, this is human decency. Yeah, this is beyond the pale. This isn't even Rush Limbaugh who had some wild views. And, and some his fans. fans were proud to be Rush Limbaugh fans. Absolutely. And people are all over the political spectrum.
classroom and they deserve to have talk radio that they enjoy. But this was such a disgusting spectacle. Mm-hmm. And he and the fact that his trial like exposed sort of what a shallow thinker he is about these issues. And he's sort of more of a huckster than anyone who has had this level of fame. I mean, maybe save Donald Trump is on this, yeah. on this level and ran the country. But, you know even even his live stream bothered me so much because you're right he like sort of centered the pain on himself this must be what hell is like mm-hmm. this is a guy who spread lies about children being while murdered while there's a split screen of a man crying with his head in his hands because his child was shot years ago like yeah. it, shot m- murdered yeah now thankfully with these kind of verdicts his ability to earn money is forever constrained right because any money that he brings in you can bet that there will be a a judge or sorry a a, a lawyer looking to enforce it garnish his wages is attach whatever property has to satisfy this massive now over a billion dollars worth of judgments with the 50 million and the 965 he'll be facing that for a long time he'll appeal it it may get chiseled down to a more somewhat reasonable number but i think you'll see this largely stick the jury wanted to send a message they sent a big message and his life of of sort of luxury is is over but i think he'll still be a loud guy with a megaphone doing disgusting things If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right, so uh, let's... Let's move on to I, the fishermen. I love this. So this went wild all over the internet a few weeks ago. If you remember two fishermen, I believe they were in Ohio. Yes. Uh, at the walleye tournament. In a competition, and they were caught cheating. They had stuffed weights inside in meat fillets into the fish, busted. Well, it, now it's worse because they were indicted by a grand jury on charges of attempted grand theft, cheating, possession of criminal tools, and unlawful ownership of wild animals, which I want to ask you what that's about. Yeah, yeah. So two of these are felonies. Let's focus on the felonies okay. first. These okay. are serious. Remember, there was about 30 grand, I think it was 28 grand and change in uh, potential prizes that they could win. Now, that puts you in the category of grand theft because mm-hmm. usually in any jurisdiction, anything over $1,000 gets you in grand theft territory. Now you're in a felony. Uh, very, very serious because what they were trying to do was steal yeah. not by force Cheating with a gun. Stealing. They were trying to cheat the tournament and win. That's that's fraud by uh, that's that's theft by deceit. That's taking someone's money when they don't want to give it to you. Um that's a problem for them. The other problem is this is this became such a story and and Ohioans really take fishing seriously. So again, they're going <laughs> to there's a prosecutor who runs who runs for office and he has to prosecute crimes. These are what you live for, right? Because he can go out and say I'm going to take him to task integrity in fishing tournaments is what I care about. That's like a platform for a prosecutor in Ohio. So they will push these charges. The guys will probably plea out. I don't know if they'll end up doing time. They could. Felonies uh, carry up to, I think, 18 months in in prison for the grand theft. Uh, But, you know, it's just... (laughs) 
it's sort of ridiculous, but it's also sort of, I think, the way law and order should work. Oh, but if you listen to the video when it happens, like, you would think somebody was stealing the Declaration of Independence. It's wild. They For like, shame. Get out of here. They want to Get out of here. It's not funny, but it's a little funny. It's a little it's funny. A little they funny. wanted to run them out of town, what? and the guy's sitting there shamed, silent, silent, as they're pulling large lead weights I out of these also, fish. I am not here to... to it, to say that cheating is ever okay, but they got a little ahead of their skis. I yeah. was looking at how big these weights were in comparison to what the fish actually weighed. I yes. believe they were like three pound weights put into a five pound fish. Yeah. That's too much, sir. They overplayed their hand. Yes, if they, they put did. small sinkers, yes. I, I had the same reaction. So when I watched this, I was like, I assume there's some am amount of cheating that goes on in all fishing tournaments sure. where you put a couple power lead weights. Bait, yes, even. power yeah. bait. You maybe slide something in so that you win by a few ounces. These guys were turning in walleye that would have been the greatest walleye ever to be seen. It was a walleye with an anvil inside. They were like, how the heck did a this A walleye that could here? never swim. It would just sink to the bottom and crawl on the seafloor. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was absurd. And I think they'll pay the punishment. And we'll see. They're going to be arraigned on October. I think this story still has has legs. And we'll have to see. Well, we're, we'll be out. back. All right. Now, mm -hmm. we've done fishing. We've done a few sad stories. This is science. We're going to finish off with a very important scientific discovery because a couple Australian scientists have cultivated brain cells from mice and humans in a Petri dish, mm -hmm. and they've taught those brain cells to play Pong. Now, you're very... I'm even too young for Pong. Pong is a game from Pong the is. 70s. Sure. It's, it's basically table tennis on a computer screen, okay? Uh, a, a paddle goes up and you hit a ball. What these scientists have done is attach electrodes to the Petri dish of cells and trained it to play Pong, basically move the paddle back and forth, and they can measure the stimuli to know that the as the electronic ball is coming towards the paddle, it'll move to hit it, that it's actually playing the game. This is remarkable. It is remarkable. We've created life and maybe sentient beings in a Petri dish. It's awesome. Um, but what do we do with it now? It's just, we have these facts and it's like, what now? Like bees. Did you, you know you that? You and Devin always don't like did science. You, oh, I love science. Did you know that bees can count to four? I love it. Okay, what do we do with that? Did you know that the universe <laughs> tastes like raspberries? Oh, I love that. What, what do we do with that? Because if you're ever in space, you're going to want to lean your head out. <laughs> Put your tongue out. Now you know. Now you know. Maybe you don't like Frambois. Maybe, maybe you don't God, like Frambois. they were right. Um, no, we don't know. And Harvey and I always say this. We're like, we don't know what this will be good for. But we, it's good that we know You know it. what like, else is, is... We grow ears on the back of mice, too. And then we and put those ears... what do you ears, do with that? Put those ears on humans. Then the human has a mouse ear. Okay? <laughs> and that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> science is meant to learn and discover things. We don't necessarily need a practical application yet. For now, this thing is playing Pong. Tomorrow it'll be playing Mario Brothers. Okay. The next day it'll be, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any other games that we'll be able to teach it, but it should be fun to watch this all play. That'll do it for us. Thanks, Jamie. This was a lot of fun. Thanks. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.